Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Blame It on the Stars podcast. We are more than just your weekly horoscope. We spill all the tea on what's going on in the universe so you can blame your problems on the stars. It is Jade here. And it's Kara. And you're going to need to fasten your seatbelts for this episode because we've got a really wild one up ahead. Before we even get into what on earth we're going to talk about, which is Taurus season, please be prepared to maybe take notes and have a pen, pencil, piece of paper, an iPad if you're one of those people, because this is a wild one. It is a crazy one. And yeah, but before we get into it, Taurus season means Kara's birthday is approaching. So everybody say happy (laughs) birthday to Kara. Kara, how do you feel about Taurus season as a Taurus? Well, I definitely wish that it was a little bit of an easier Taurus season, but you know, it is what it is. We're going to make the most of it. (laughs) Yeah, well, we'll talk about it. Before we talk about it, this is your regularly scheduled PSA. Podcast ratings are a thing. If you can please leave us some stars, however many you think we are worth, that helps us to know how we're doing, what you all think, because we can't speak to you, so we have no idea, but if you leave us some stars or even a little review if you're on Apple Podcasts, it helps us know what you think about what we're doing here, and we appreciate it, and whenever you share the podcast with a friend, it makes us feel good because it means that you think that this podcast is worth recommending, so if you think that way and know someone who should know everything about Taurus season... If you want to be a good friend and give them the heads up, go ahead and pass that information along. And with that being said, I guess let's just get right into it because this is this is a lot. We've got a lot. Taurus <laughs> season. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Taurus season begins when the sun enters Taurus on April 19th at 10.25 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is your regular reminder that the date, time, time zone, all of that have been pulled from the website astroseek.com because Every week, for some reason, someone always argues me about the time and the day or whatever. 
you have the source that I'm getting it from. If you have a different source you would like me to get it from, please let me know. Anyways, regardless, <laughs> Taurus season begins April 19th at 10.25 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And when the sun makes its way into Taurus, we all start to take on that Taurus-like energy. So... With Aries season, it was the same thing. We all became more like an Aries. During Taurus season, we all become more like a Taurus. And then when we move on to Gemini season, we'll become more like a Gemini. And what does it mean to be a Taurus? Uh, I think we should ask Kara. What are, what are the Taurus things we should expect? Yeah, so I think we all can look forward to things maybe slowing down a little bit. I know that we started a lot of new things during Aries season. It was a lot of like you know, adventurous, go out there type of energy. And now that the sun's in Taurus, it's more about just like enjoying yourself and doing things that, you know, just like make you feel good, make you feel happy. So I'm really excited for that. You know, Taurus has a little bit of a bad reputation for, you know, being like boring or a little bit lazy, but we're not going to be focusing on that this Taurus season. We're going to focus more on just taking things easy and just letting ourselves kind of like vibe. Yeah, all the Tauruses that I know are the type of people who don't want to rush anything. And as a Taurus moon, I appreciate that. There's a lot of beauty in taking your time, slowing things down and really taking a moment to really enjoy the whole process, enjoy the whole thing. Taurus rules the senses, and they're known to have really good taste in literally everything, including, Kara, you're going to laugh at me, including sheets, which every Taurus <laughs> I know has told me that you can get really good Calvin Klein sheets from TJ Maxx. Multiple Taurus people have told me that, so... Anyways, that just speaks to their character. But yeah, Taurus really likes to enjoy the smells that smell good, the things that feel good, the finer things in life, which is why the episode's titled Luxury, because Taurus tends to really enjoy the the luxurious, like I said, the finer things in life, enjoying things that are of good taste, good food, good you know music, things that smell good, things that are cozy. And that's really what this energy is all about, which, you know, for the most part, because there's other things that happen during tourist season that make this not really the most cozy, but the cozy vibes are definitely there for sure. We have used this reference before and we'll use it again, which is the gardening reference. This time, two years ago, I had planted some seeds at the end of Aries season, beginning of Taurus season, in that middle area, literal seeds for an actual garden. And during Taurus season, that was the slow growth, the sprouting of my, my herbs that I was growing. It was like basil. But that's kind of what happens during Taurus season, right? We had Aries season where we really started taking initiative on certain things and Taurus season when we like allow those things to to grow and to be nurtured and you know like we said take their time. Kara, do you have anything else Taurus that we should expect or embrace? Oh yes. <laughs> I do think that 
tourists, as I've said before, are kind of known for being a little bit more stubborn. But as I always say, being stubborn also makes you very resilient. So if there are things that you're working on, things that you want to do, this could be a good time because of all of that like fixed tourist energy to just kind of like keep going and keep working towards the things that you're working on. I also can say that tourists does have a little bit of an appreciation for things that are familiar like there's a little I don't know like comfort in doing like the same things or having some type of routine so that might be something that's on your mind yeah and as far as the stubborn thing goes I usually find that more often than not it's because there's really good boundaries and firm boundaries sometimes are absolutely necessary if you need an excuse to really be firm on your boundaries and be firm on your beliefs then Taurus season's definitely the time for you There is also this shift in practicality, thinking about things more practically, I should say. But going back to what Kara was saying about not wanting change or liking things that are familiar, Taurus season is absolutely going to challenge that. If I had to summarize Taurus season in a sentence, it was – it's probably defining your comfort zone and getting out of your comfort zone at the same time and – I think that's a perfect segue into what the aspects are to the sun in Taurus. So the sun in Taurus has some interesting aspects. So the first aspect the actual sun in the sign of Taurus makes is a conjunction to Uranus. And this happens on May 5th. And this is really a time where who you are really needs to change. (laughs) Not in like a bad way, but more so in, right, if the sun is our identity and Uranus is about change, it's more so about recognizing that certain parts of you are ready to evolve, ready to change. Maybe you're really just tired of being known for a certain thing or for being a certain way. I remember there's like this quote, I think it was like, I'm definitely not going to say the quote word for word correctly, but it was something along the lines of change always occurs when we're sick of our own BS or something along those lines. When we're sick of doing things the way that they once were, that's kind of what you can expect on May 5th is this sort of breaking free of, you know, the who you who you were, <laughs> who you once were. It's like it's change it's change two days later on may 7th we have the sun sextile mars and this is going to give us a little bit of boost of energy and motivation you know if you're someone who is not very i don't know excited for the taurus slow moving cozy vibes and this will be the perfect day for you because again we have mars there helping us to take action and do things that we want to do it's a really good day to kind of just be out and about you might find that you need to advocate for yourself as well sometimes that's something that comes up with mars and just needing to kind of like be bold and be direct and kind of just do do your own thing in that way on may 13th the sun is conjunct the north node and this is kind of a day where you you know we were just saying with the sun conjunct uranus you're like okay you know what i i need to be different the sun conjunct the north node on may 13th may tell you who you need to be because the north node kind of deals with you know the direction we're heading in life And this can almost sort of give you some sort of insight on what your purpose is and like more so like who you need to be. Who is the person you – yeah, exactly that. Who is the person you need to be? Yeah, and then on May 15th, another two days later, we have – 
the sun square saturn and on that same day also will be sextile neptune so we have some interesting things going on here usually when the sun is square saturn that can make you a little bit hard on yourself because the sun represents like who we are and Saturn is that more like disciplined type of energy. So you really can be maybe a little bit too hard on yourself. So I just want to give the, I don't know, disclaimer or advice, I guess, to give yourself credit for all all of the things that you have been doing because when there are squares, it can feel like things are tense and they're not working out the way that you want to. And then with Neptune being there and making it a little bit more confusing, like, you know, you could be like, oh, I've done all of these things. Like, why hasn't it worked out? Or I did X, Y, and Z so that this wouldn't happen. And it's still happening. Like, why? And you can get lost in that or <laughs> the other option, I guess, or, you know, maybe validate all of your concerns and emotions first and then move on towards just kind of like trusting the process and trusting that things will work out even if you're not sure how they will in that very moment and just kind of like you know just seeing how things go taking it slow being gentle with yourself taking things day by day because it can be a little bit a little bit rough because you might feel you know like I was saying a little bit restricted or like you're not able to do the things that you want to do but you know Neptune is there and it has that more optimistic side to it as well so you know we'll see we'll see how it goes I really am hoping that this ends up balancing itself out so that it's not you know so much on the Saturn square the sun side of things well I will say you'll probably feel pretty good a few days later coming out on top on May 19th with the Sun trine Pluto. This is all about kind of recognizing what your personal power is and really tapping into that like inner strength type vibe. I also will say too, because again, there was that like slight change recognizing your purpose type energy before and then you might have been feeling a little bit down on yourself, etc. Like the sun trine Pluto is like allowing you to really like learn and grow and transform from all of those experiences that you once had. And like I said, once again, just step into your personal power. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's talk about what happens next in Taurus season. On April 21st at 6.29 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Saturn squares the North Node, and these are not the vibes we want to have. <laughs> this is just really not it. I'm being so transparent. I'm not going to lie. It's really not fun. This is kind of like feeling like things are not aligning in the world. Things are not working out the way we want them to, right? If the North Node, again, is the direction we're kind of heading in and Saturn is, you know, in, in Aquarius bringing out some, you know, regulations in the, the tech world. And, you know, the North Node is in Taurus and it's pushing us towards a more like comfortable lifestyle I just see this as some big conflict of interest 
On that note, I'm very curious to see what will happen with crypto on this day. Very curious. But outside of that, or even like Elon Musk wants to buy Twitter, I think. Yes. Yes, I saw that. Like, I just feel like weird stuff like that is it's already. Yeah. So this is definitely something that's happening on a more like collective level, if that makes any sense, just because we're talking about Saturn, which is, you know, one of the outer planets and we're and the North Node. So you might feel this like on a personal level as well, or it could just be things that you're seeing, you know, online or in the news or stuff like that. I also can say that it might feel like things are coming up that you quote on is it quote unquote yeah. <laughs> I'm doing air quotes you know like I thought I dealt with this type energy because you know it's dealing with the nodes which has to do with our direction in life the things that we already have you know like accomplished and are familiar with and then you know where we're headed so with Saturn being there making things a little bit more difficult you might be questioning things or you might find things come up and you're like yeah like I thought that like I moved on from the situation but why is it still like low-key lingering but yeah weird vibes and it's just you know it's just it's just a day it's just one day it's just a one transit in the astrology so well it'll be fine will it because on april 29th at 2 36 p.m <laughs> eastern standard time pluto retrogrades in capricorn this is pretty standard though pluto retrogrades often it's re- it will stay retrograde for a while this is not groundbreaking this is not new this has happened so many times already but to recap on what exactly this entails reflecting on authority specifically maybe government because you know Pluto is in Capricorn which deals with you know those type of things again just authority in general will have a a chance to really look back and revise and see what things are working what things are not working and kind of go from there again this is one that's more so on a societal level actually way more than on a personal level yeah so if you are familiar with your chart it definitely would be worth looking into what house in your chart is ruled by capricorn to get a little bit more insight into what area of your life this is impacting but like we said this happens often pluto retrogrades a lot it is more of a collective thing but you definitely can look into your chart to see how it will affect you a little bit more personally. Well, this one will impact you personally for sure. That same day, April 29th at 6.23 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Mercury enters its home sign of Gemini. And this is a really good time for speaking and speaking a lot and learning new things and keeping your mind active, following your curiosity, letting yourself explore as many new topics as possible. You might find that your desire to like read up on the news or pop culture, current events, things like that can be way more appealing and just getting insight on things, being in the know are all things that kind of happen during Mercury and Gemini. I personally think that it's a fun time because one, like I said, you get to learn a lot and pick up on a lot of new things that you maybe wouldn't have before, but people tend to be really social during the Mercury and Gemini time since our minds become a lot more active and we're more talkative and chatty and even funny, very into the memes during the Mercury and Gemini time. 
Yeah. Mercury really likes being in Gemini. So I'm just so excited for things to be, I don't know, just going a little bit more smoothly, I guess, in terms of communication or even, you know, on like social media, since that's a big way that people communicate, whether that is like Jay was just saying memes or other things that you are kind of posting or I don't know, reading, listening to, if you listen to other podcasts, stuff like that. It'll be important to pay attention to this one because as you'll hear fairly soon within this episode, there is a, a Mercury retrograde in Taurus season. So with that being said, April 29th onward, you should really pay attention to what things you're saying, who you're talking to, what information you're getting, etc. because things might things will flip on their head and be a little bit different later in Taurus season. We'll talk about that later, but more importantly, we'll go way into detail about Mercury and Gemini, Mercury and retrograde. Much later, they will have their own episodes and actually everything else that we're about to talk about, starting with Mercury in Gemini, will have its own episode. So if you hear something, you're like, wow, I really want to know more about that. Like we got you. Tune in every week, every Monday, because we will be breaking down in way more detail and giving you the tips on how to handle it and survive it all and make the most of it and thrive, you know, with the astrology every week, every Monday. So if you hear anything and you're like, ah, I really want to know about Mercury and Gemini, like we'll talk all about it. Let's move on. April 30th at 4.27 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we experience solar eclipse in Taurus. And there will be some big changes that occur, mostly on a societal level, but it also could happen on a personal level. The solar eclipse has an aspect to Uranus. And like I said, we'll talk way more about what exactly this eclipse entails when we do an episode on it next week. But just know that with that being said, like your comfort zone is going to, you know, need to change. You're going to have to step outside of your comfort zone, get familiar with the unfamiliar real quick on a personal level, on a societal level, because things are... Things are changing. Yeah. The only constant is change if you like want a mantra. For those who are unsure, the solar eclipse is a new moon. So we're talking about a new moon in Taurus, but it happens around the nodes. So that's what makes it a solar eclipse. And these are always times of change. I believe we might have had one did. already. I don't remember how close it was, but we're kind of starting a new eclipse cycle or we're at the very beginning of it at least. So this is going to definitely be new in addition to the fact that it's, you know, we have the Uranus aspects, which makes it different and new anyways. But yeah, it's kind of like the start of a new cycle, if you will, or again, still in the beginning stages of that cycle. So a little bit exciting, but expect things to kind of like change and for things to be shaken up a little bit and these will all be things that pertain to Taurus specifically so as we're saying change and you're like well what change like well for one the comfort zone as we said that is very Taurus but two maybe your boundaries might change in a good way you know for the most part I would hope but also to finances things in nature do you have any other ones any other things you think might need to change up during this time 
I don't know. I am just thinking back to remember when Starbucks and the, all the tourist stuff and they like yes. ran out of oat milk and stuff like that. So like the food industry. <laughs> yeah, food for sure. I I know I keep talking about crypto these days, but I think it's really important to like pay attention to it, even if you don't understand it, because like the way we handle money is changing for sure. And even if like you're not uh, like into it, like it's really the times are changing the way the world is moving is changing and there's a lot of interesting juice going on in that world. So I, I just keep bringing it up because it, it's so relevant and it's going to continue to be relevant. And I think that this astrology is provoking it more. And also we talked a lot about the great resignation. Like, again, that's the comfort zone, moving slow, you know, boundaries, 40 hour work week is what? I don't know. I'm curious about this eclipse on the societal level, but also stay posted for what happens on the on our personal level because it's just a big day. But let's move on. We'll talk more next week. May 2nd at 12.11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Venus enters Aries. So we can expect our love lives to pick up speed quickly, whether you are single, in a relationship, or it's complicated situationship. Venus and Aries will definitely bring some new, fresh energy. Venus in Aries tends to fall in love fast and fall out of love fast. Do with that information what you will. That could mean being really interested in something quickly and not being interested in it anymore. Following your impulse, following your spontaneity. So if you're single and looking for things to pick up, like take advantage of the Venus and Aries energy go out go on dates and if you're in a relationship like maybe maybe do more exciting dates I always say I always think couples just like sit on the couch and like watch a movie (laughs) in my head that's really what relationships turn into so maybe get off the couch and go go outdoors Yeah, Aries is like a very passionate sign too, and Venus does deal with creativity. So if you are an artist or into any type of like art, and I mean that in like the broadest way possible, whether you like make art or consume art like in movies or, you know, online or in other ways, I don't know, museums, listening to music, like you might find that you're just like very passionate and very driven towards that area of your life as well, in addition to like Jade was just, was just talking about all of our relationships, it definitely is a good time to be social and do things and be active. And again, it's balancing out that slow, chill Taurus energy by still giving us a little bit of that Aries type of exciting and active type of vibe. On May 3rd at 6.33 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we do experience a little baby transit that is kind of notable, Jupiter sextiles Pluto. This is a pretty good time in terms of, you know, checking in on our growth and transformation, seeing how far along we all are in our personal growth and development journey since Jupiter is in Pisces, which is pretty spiritual. This could be a a little bit of a spiritual day for you, but it is something that happens more on the, it's the outer planets, so you might not really feel it. And I honestly don't really know how much of this will show up in the world. I could be wrong. Something cool might happen during this time, but I just wanted to mention it because that, that, that's nice. (laughs) Yeah, it is like some positive, I don't know, like growth type of energy. Usually when we talk about Pluto, we talk about change being a little bit more 
you know, difficult or just like a lot emotionally, which it can be, but having the sextile to Jupiter definitely makes it a little bit more positive, a little bit more optimistic and kind of being like, I don't know, in a place where you can really just like acknowledge and accept how far you've come. The next thing that happens, we already mentioned on May 10th at 7.47 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Mercury retrogrades in Gemini and... This is where we experience the classic, in my opinion, Mercury retrograde. It doesn't get any more Mercury retrograde than a Mercury retrograde in Gemini because it is literally, by definition, just all about miscommunication. It is all about running into just problems with the way you communicate with other people. I do want to mention, you know, you might lose some things, things might go missing, things can go wrong. Usually we obviously see this in like the things with your car. So if you're someone who drives, like definitely get your car service. That's always our PSA with Mercury Retrograde, but get your car service before May 10th. Do it sooner rather than later. Um, You might be running late to things or accidentally double scheduling yourself or forgetting your keys or sending the wrong text to the wrong person, pressing send on an email when you're halfway through. Yeah. Another thing too, to do like in advance, definitely if you're listening to this before May 10th would be to like back up your computer or your phone or like save extra copies of things. We know that sometimes, you know, there's car troubles that you can hopefully attempt to take preventative measures if, you know, your check engine light or your low tire pressure, like the symbol thing is on in your car. But as we know, there's a lot of things that happen during Mercury retrograde that you can't plan for. But, you know, we can take a few steps like backing up our phones and stuff like that to make sure it goes very smoothly. And I will say that, you know, be very mindful of the things that you are saying and what you are putting out into the world because, there could be a little bit of like gossip or like rumors or things like that going around and I don't know I just think it's better to stay out of that like obviously it's okay to like talk about yourself and vent and things like that but you know there's some parts of gossip or even just things like on social media that actually do have like harmful effects so it's just something to be mindful of wait on that note though be careful who you vent to because not everyone has your best interests I do want to just throw that in there because venting is a really great thing to do. (laughs) Like there's been instances, not with me personally, but I know that this has happened for other people in my life where they had been complaining about someone or a situation or something to someone who they thought they could trust. And then that person in turn like used it against them. So I don't know. Just be careful. I always think it's good to just be careful with your words. But venting is nice. So know who you can vent to and who you can't vent to. Anyways, that exact same day, May 10th at 7.22 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we experience a big change that will be more obvious next year. So if you remember last year, Jupiter entered Pisces in the summer for just a little bit and it gave us a little teaser on what we can expect in 2022. We're getting the exact same little sneak preview of 2023 this year because Jupiter enters Aries on May 10th at 7.22 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's only going to be here for a little bit, so whatever happens May 10th onward, I forget the exact day that 
Jupiter leaves Aries, but during its time here, just take note of the things that are happening, where your energy is moving, what direction you want to, you know, go in and where you're starting to receive some good luck in because that theme is going to be way more, you know, important next year. And also too, like if what Carol was saying, if you know what house Aries is in your chart, like those are the things you want to be on the lookout for during the Jupiter and Aries time. But don't you have Jupiter and Aries? Yeah, I do. That's what I was going to say. Well, I don't need to tell, tell the people. What is this? What, what can we expect? What is this all about? <laughs> well, if your Jupiter is an Aries like mine is, then we are having our Jupiter return, which is pretty exciting, a pretty fun time. I'm sure Jade can probably speak more to it because it happened more recently, I think, because yeah, I won't get into how long it takes for Jupiter to go through all the signs. But anyways, Jupiter does like being in Pisces as its home sign. I just wanted to give that a little shout out because Jupiter in Pisces was, you know, quite a vibe, but that's okay. Jupiter in Aries will still be fun. Fingers crossed, especially in terms of just like, I don't know, I feel like going for it and just like doing the thing. Aries sometimes has a bad rep for being like selfish and doing the things that you know, they want to do, but I think that that's okay and putting a lot of energy towards things that we are passionate about and just like wanting to learn and grow because Jupiter in those areas as well will be, I don't know, a good time. Definitely very different than Jupiter and Pisces, but still, still a good time. Yeah, you could expect mostly like just really taking initiative, taking the lead, putting yourself first and following your spontaneity. And again, we'll talk more about this later because May 10th is a little far from now. And also, you know, it, it's a it's one we want to discuss a little bit more. So we'll talk more. But something something new to think about and start mentally preparing for if that's what your vibe is. I personally am very excited for this, despite the fact that it's going to cause a T-square to my chart and, you know, <laughs> oppose my north node and oppose my 10th house and go over my Saturn. Nothing which is fun, but it's going to be my fourth house and I would like a bigger apartment. So anyways, <laughs> enough about me. <laughs> May 16th. The last hurrah of Taurus season on May 16th at 12.13 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you're a West Coaster or anyone who's just not on the East Coast, this may be May 15th. So if you see people posting that it's on May 15th, that is correct. If you see May 16th, that is also correct. It just probably depends on time zone. What on earth is happening at May 15th slash 16th? The lunar eclipse in Scorpio. This eclipse is, in my opinion, not fun. <laughs> Just going to be honest, this is about kind of letting go of control. This is about releasing and whether that be to, to people, things, you know, possessions, money, whatever it may be. But also this eclipse squares Saturn, so it can be feeling like you're fighting against what you think you should be doing, fighting against what you were told to do, feeling like what you're doing is wrong, <laughs> having difficulty letting go of things that you should let go of. Yeah, I got a metaphor <laughs> because Scorpio, well, let me rewind. 
This is a full moon. Full moons bring about a lot of emotions. It's in a water sign. So naturally, we are going to be feeling very emotional. But what I can say is Scorpio is, it's kind of like a sign that kind of keeps to itself a little bit more. And it's a little bit more private. And Saturn sometimes has that similar vibe where it wants to like keep things in order and under control and contained. And what will happen if you are someone who is kind of like on that side of things and you're keeping everything in and you are keeping everything to yourself, here's the metaphor. It's kind of like you have a bottle of soda and like you shook it up. And then you're like slowly, this is like really dramatic, but like you're slowly taking off the top and you can already hear it like making that like sizzly noise. And like, you know, once the top's off, the whole thing's going to explode. Again, maybe a very dramatic type of metaphor. But anyways, this is an eclipse. It's going to be intense. A lot of things might be coming up. You might not really want them to be coming up like that but you know we need to find some type of like healthy way to release it and let go and have some type of outlet it could be a creative outlet it could be going for a walk it could be like we were talking about before venting journaling I don't know listening to podcasts coloring it could be a million things but it's just really important that you have something for yourself so that you can again like release let go cleanse maybe literally take like a nice long shower where you like exfoliate and do all the steps I don't know you could take a bath put some epsom salt in it whatever your vibe is just making sure that you are prioritizing yourself and taking care of yourself and your emotions your emotional self because that deserves attention too yeah I think the the real way to make the most of Taurus season because as you heard there's a mercury retrograde we've got some pretty rough eclipses Jupiter goes into Aries like it's really a full thing Saturn square the north node Pluto retrograde like it's really a a rough one and self-care and self-love and grounding yourself keeping yourself stable grounded are really going to be the things that help you get through it like really embrace that Taurus energy and like get your feet heavily planted on the ground let yourself relax and do what you need to do for self-care. And then before you know it, it'll be Gemini season. That's the the rundown on Taurus season. Next week, we're going to take a deeper dive into Mercury and Gemini and the upcoming solar eclipse in Taurus. So you definitely want to stay tuned for next week and if you don't listen next week and your life changes dramatically don't (laughs) say we didn't tell you not to listen seriously this is important stuff here to stay in the loop with us as more things evolve during Taurus season and in the astrology in general make sure you're following us on all social media we are on instagram Twitter and TikTok at BLME The Stars. And we are also on YouTube if you prefer to listen to podcasts with the closed captions on. That option is there too, as well. If you search Blame It on the Stars podcast on YouTube, we show up. That is all for now. Best of luck out there. And <laughs> we'll see you all next Monday to talk all about the eclipse. Bye.